provide the historic River Market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. Oh Lord, that man just sawed a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh no, that drunk guy just hit my child. It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Want to run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Two douchebags and a microphone. The number one show for people that lie about their favorite podcast. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez-Its will be right back. So It's always the way. And it was a nice little list too because... Uh, I put a little thought in this because there's a lot of people in this world that need ass paddling, and I tried to get the very upper echelon of the ass paddlings. Mm-hmm. So, and hopefully, hopefully I find this uh, here really quick. You know what? Screw it. I'll okay. find it in a little bit. How about right. um, alternative insults? I dig it. Oh no no! Here it is. All right. It moves away. <laughs> I put it in. A, I put it in a different area so I could find it really quick because I wanted to go into it. It was a total psych job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll go to the alternative insults later. We have some more uh, sleep facts that Topher found that we'll do here after the air. We just wanted to break it up a little bit because it's a long segment. Yeah. All right. Invisible ass paddlings. Number one. Nikki Six and the rest of Motley Crue. Oh yes. They all need an ass paddling. Yeah. Because. Um, they, listen, I, I mean, if it wasn't for Mick Mars, there's no way any of that music would have came to fruition. Yeah. The guy really was their sound. Yeah. And, and he's so humble. And for them to basically just, I mean, once he said, they've been trying to get rid of him forever. It sure yeah. seems like that. Yeah. They've uh, been quick to blame him every time yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah. And I'm, quite frankly, I'm sick of it. Because to me... They've become the people they've always made fun of, the litigious people, the people are, you know, the record company people. Well, what the hell are you when you, first thing you do, as soon as someone says, man, you know, I've had this spinal condition for years, it's not getting any better, I'm older, so I just don't want to tour like that. I could do a residency, mm-hmm. but I want to be flying everywhere, it hurts too much. Yeah. You know, and then the, you know, the first thing you do is you send them letters kicking them out of the band, yep. and, and all this stuff about you're giving up all this money and that money, all that, that's bullshit. You hit it right on the head when you said they've become the people that they used to make fun of. Yeah, they're, they're modern day Howard Stern, yeah. who's also on this list. Yeah, Howard and Stern is the person he used to make fun of. And the only, only thing worse. I can think is they're just chasing the dollars, and that's all they care about. Yeah, and it pisses me off. And then suddenly now, he's talking about writing new music. Why didn't you do that when the real guy was in the band? All yeah. four of you. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to believe the music shit. Yeah. Just like his 6 a.m. stuff and all the other shit he came up with after. Motley Crue, he wants to go into a different form of music, but call it by the band's name so it can sell. And this gives him the songwriting royalties. Yeah. Instead of having to share them with Mick, 
Yeah. Nikki can say, oh, these are, this is my song. And I'll bet you it's going to suck. Yeah. So, yeah. anyhow. So, yeah, you guys are first on the list getting the ass paddling, and this includes Vince. Now, I know he's not actually a he's part an employee of, of Molly yeah. Crew, actually, at this yeah. point. <laughs> but he's, he can speak up and say something. Yeah. <coughs> and he can refuse to go, you know, continue to perform with them because of the shitty way they're treating Mick Mars. Yes. But, yeah. He's, he can make his choice, you know. Yeah. And I'm not going to bash him for that, but I, I would like him more if he if, if Vince Neil stood up and said, you know what, this is BS and I'm not going to be a part of you anymore. Yeah. Besides, they are they are also talking about doing the Motley Crue without Vince Neil, too. Uh-huh. And Vince Neil doesn't protest. He doesn't care because he makes more money on his own anyhow. Yeah. He gets almost, a, you know, he gets like a larger percentage of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the crowds might be a third of the size, but he gets almost... 100% of that yeah. to where he just gets a fee for doing per show with Motley Crue. And you know the entire time they're on the road that, that Tommy Lee and, and Nikki are just ragging Vince left and right not letting him forget for a second that he's just an employee. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're, yeah. they're twisting can, that knife as much oh, as possible. Yeah. Yep. Because, well uh, I mean the dirt exposed a lot of it the movie you know yeah. when, when Vince's uh, child died None of them said anything to him at all. Yeah, none of them cared. Yeah, and and like uh, and like what Vince said, and I agree with 100%, either one of them, any of them, mm-hmm. could have been the one that killed the guy in a wreck. Yeah. They were all fuck-ups. Yeah. I mean, Nicky died. He's lucky that that ambulance, the, the person running the ambulance, the paramedic said, no one dies on my time. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd been six feet under a long time long ago. Long time ago. Yeah, yeah. so... Anyhow, glass houses, he's throwing stones. Yeah, good point. So there you go. Next one on the list, Clay Chastain. Yes. For even trying to run, he should have just been like, I wanted Quentin Lucas, we knew he was going to win. I want uncontested so it wouldn't look so good. (laughs) But no, Clay Chastain had to be a little bitch. I'm going to run. Clay Chastain is what irrelevance looks like. Yes. And... One more little thing to show it was never about streetcars. It was always about relevance. Mm-hmm. Him running against Quentin Lucas. Yeah. They, they should just know. You just, that's what you get, Chastain. Yeah. You're an idiot like always. Yeah, yeah. Um, next one. I crossed off Lamar Jackson, and I put in the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> yes. Lamar Jackson somehow bamboozled them into the biggest contract ever. Yep. A guy that plays 60% of the snaps. (laughs) So, Baltimore Ravens, you were it. Lamar Jackson, you were on the heroes list. Good job. Good job for uh, twisting their arm and making them give you a reasonable contract. Mm -hmm. Um, The next one, Alex Jones. I don't think we ever gave him an ass paddling. He's needed one for a long time. Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. He is the prison planet... Uh, um, guy, he got sued for the Sandy Hook stuff. Oh, okay. You know, hey, there's a, and, I was uh, thinking and Alex the feds Smith. are coming after Sorry. you, and they're gonna come by, and they're gonna take your guts, and they're gonna rape your kids, you know. Okay, yeah. Or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Muck rakers, fear baiters. Yep. Fox News Channel. No. <laughs> <laughs> they get a huge ass paddling. They found their fall guys, and they rung them up to fucking dry. If they were so concerned about the voting machine stuff, 
they look at everything Tucker Carlson says. You can't tell me they don't. Yeah. And then when it fell, they're just like, well, just let's fire him and act like we had nothing to do with him. Yep. Yeah. But it's so, really telling that the moment the jury was seated, Fox settled. Mm-hmm. They, they had no way they wanted that go to trial go to a jury. They knew they would just lose their shirt and way too much would come out that they didn't want yeah. publicized. So, so. They, instead, we're going to pay him off and then we're going to go look angrily at Tucker and go, why'd you do this? <laughs> and Tucker's over there going, you know what? Go ahead and give me my $30 million or whatever uh-huh. it is. And I'm just going to go do like, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, shit. The Blaze. He does The Blaze. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he... He had a golden parachute. He was he yeah. wasn't hurting at all to be let go from Fox. No, and he's just going to go do his own network, and mm-hmm. there people know him. They know how to look him up on the internet. And, and he's got a lot of personal fans that are going to follow him away from Fox News. Yeah, 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 and actually it's probably going to destroy Fox News, and it's probably going to make him even yeah. more than he's already been made. So, <laughs> Next one's Joe Biden, just because we always got to watch him rambling on about shit. Oh, Here's latest thing. Uh, oh, ahead, every American know. should buy an electric car. Yeah. What a fucking moron. Why don't you reach into your fucking son's bank account he got from Ukraine and buy us all an electric car, you fuckwad? Plus, the point is, electric cars aren't here to save the environment. They're here to save the car industry. Yes, they are. And that's why he said he wants us all to buy electric cars because it's good for the car industry. Fucking loose gum, fucking whistling piece of fuck. Yeah, I mean, if you want to save the planet, quit driving so much. Sell yeah. two of your cars. Don't go and in Air Force One, one asshole. Uh huh. Instead, he's telling us to go buy more yeah. new stuff. In Air order Force to, One yeah. puts. Uh, I can drive my car for thirty years and not put out the fucking uh, fumes that airport or the Air, Air Force, Force one. one does. I want to see you walk somewhere, asshole. Really? Yeah. And tell men shut the fuck up like the rest of you guys. I don't want to hear it from you. You guys are the biggest fucking perpetrators of everything. You fuck up everything and steal everything, and you come at us like we're bad. Eat shit. It's All like, of government and the president. It's like the politicians who say how much they hate guns, yet they have armed bodyguards constantly. Yes. Yeah. Don't I don't I don't pay attention to I, them. I don't I don't want to hear preaching from fucking uh, yeah. criminals. Yeah. And that and that's both sides. Yeah. Both sides. Both sides. So, next one. Lowe's Home Improvement. Okay. And here's why. I go in there to look for tile, and everything is order online, order online, order online. Then half the shit you can't even order online when you talk to them. <laughs> oh, that's going to take a month to get in. They don't have any in stock. Oh, I don't think we can even get that anymore. They have like three, and this could be true with all of them. Yeah. Oh, and Menards, because in my opinion, they're a piece of shit company that doesn't stand behind their warranty. But yeah. I'll get to that later. I got a whole thing to write out and about they, how they did. They make a big deal about saving 11 freaking percent. BFD. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Menards did this to us. You know, we were renovating, got a new slab and renovating the bathroom because that's part of the slab. Uh-huh. Well, they showed a, they sold us, in my opinion, for a, a shower that's defective that was rubbing. Uh-huh. And it had to be put in so awkwardly that when we took it out, it broke. And they won't honor it. Oh, jeez. When we showed them, we pointed out to a manager that it was rubbing their display model. We go, look at this. It's scratching the glass. And she goes, okay, we'll just bring it back. Well, we went to take it off. It fucking shattered because, because it was Because so, it scratched the glass. Yes. Yeah. And now they won't honor it. 
So Menards, fuck you. You get an ass paddling and you're a piece of shit company in my opinion. Great. If you have any, to me, if you want to get your money's worth and have any integrity at all, you would not shop at Menards in my opinion. Time They're for a really piece bad of shit company in my Google opinion. review. Oh yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get on there and tell about it. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck you, Menards. Um, next one. Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Players Union. All of them suck fucking cock. They suck. Be I'm getting too angry. Okay, the reason I say Major League Baseball and Major League Baseball Players Union is this right here. Um, they refuse to um, deviate from the money to let everybody have a fair shot. Then if they could say, yeah. you make whatever money, you eat what you kill, that's what it is. Yeah. But they don't. Jacksonville gets the same revenue that the Giants get, that the Los Angeles um, mm-hmm. um, Rams get, that the Kansas City Chiefs get. And that's how come we're able to win Super Bowls. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Major League Baseball can say, well, we have certain things in place. No, they don't. They have a little tiny bit of revenue sharing. Yeah. They had their their what they had their luxury tax. Yep. If teams spent more than a certain amount on on uh, salary, they had to give a percentage to the other teams. Yes. But it's not real revenue sharing. No, it's true. Yeah. It's not the same thing. They no. say they have a luxury tax. Yeah, okay. What is that like? Three percent of what the Yankee Yankees spend. It, yeah. it's, it's insane. They it's, made sure it was something that the rich teams could go ahead and afford to pay, and it wouldn't. They could still do whatever they wanted. And I have a it rule in my house: if I don't watch three seconds of baseball, because I don't want them getting one ounce of a rating point for me. Yeah, I think they're horrible, and I I don't like them anymore. And uh, they, until they change things and are not so greedy, I yeah. want nothing to do with them. Remember back in 97 when there was the player strike and they canceled the World Series? Yes. And all those people said, well, it's said I'm done with baseball. I'm never watching again. And they still went back. Yeah, I didn't. I am one of the people who back then, I was into baseball back then. I really I was. I was too. But when they canceled the World Series, I was one of those guys who said, that's it, I'm done with baseball. And I'm still done with baseball. And that's what? been, what, 26 years ago? Yes. I haven't watched games since then. I just, I'm just not interested in baseball anymore. It's it's millionaire problems. Millionaires fighting with other millionaires, and I can't relate. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's last paddle them all. Okay. <laughs> um, the Kansas City Royals get one because I don't think they oh, even yeah. tried. They act like they do, but I don't think that... I think they could spend a lot more money than what they do, but instead what they do is they point towards a new stadium. Yeah. Uh, well... Uh, we know we don't have a good team. We know we're horrible. We're the second to the last team in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. But look over there. We need a new stadium. Uh-huh. It'll all get better if you spend billions of dollars on a new stadium for us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. I've heard that song before. <laughs> so, uh, anyhow, all of them together. Mm. And uh, Kale. <laughs> yes. Kale and the Kale Producers of America. And the people who buy and consume Kale. Yes. All of them. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give them an ass paddling with kale. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the next one, Ron DeSantis. Yes. Because oh, you want a uh, you want a, uh, a a video on how to destroy your political career? Watch his. He's got this big fight going on with Disney. Yeah. 
and that's become... It's an unwinnable fight. And the whole fight is because of their stupid don't say gay law. Uh-huh. Where they, they said public schools can't talk about being gay or trans or anything. And Disney was goaded finally into objecting to that. And once they did, DeSantis just landed on them like a pack of spider monkeys. And none, yeah, that's true. And here's another thing, too. None of us, we're not fans of Disney at all. No. But, you know, he really should check on... If he's going to fight battles, he needs to check on who he needs to fight. Yeah. You know, uh, his advisors, where are they? You know, even the people that are, you know, with him on this and the other legislators egging him on, they're all making it very personal. They're all saying, yeah, Disney can't get away with this. You know, no company should have this kind of power. We're going to show Disney a thing. They're making it personal against Disney. That's true. Yeah. So, so, you know, for a lot of Floridians, Disney is great and they love Disney and now their governor is attacking. Well, and also think of all the companies that depend on Disney. Mm. All the restaurants, all the hotels. Um, Just in Florida, Disney employs 75,000 people. Even the cruise ship business. Yeah. You know, people will go, yeah, we're going to go on a cruise. I've heard several people I know go, we're going to go on a cruise, but we're going to go to Disney first. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Yeah, to uh, to mess with them to where they could potentially move, I think, is an insane yeah. idea. Yeah. So, the next one I got on here is Howard Stern, for yeah. obvious reasons. If you hear his show at all anymore, yeah, which most people don't anymore. He, he's getting close to uh, Hall of Fame status on Aspen. Yes, and the next guy is Hall of Fame, because they already anointed him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Skip Bayless. Yes, he just needs more aspects. Well, and, and evidently he mouthed off about Kansas City and some of the booing that we did towards Oakland, or not Oakland, but Las Vegas Raiders and a couple other teams. Uh-huh. Well, if he was really that good of a sports reporter and was that logical, uh-huh. he would know that that's what we do. Yeah. They would do it to us. We expect it. It's a yeah. rivalry. We uh-huh. hate each other. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. It's not classless. It's like, oh, hey, we got the booze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I guarantee you the Las Vegas Raiders are relishing in it. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah Kansas City yeah. hates us. Yeah. Hey, back at you. And Bayless talks crap about anybody who isn't a Dallas Cowboy. Yeah, he's a so, known idiot. Yeah. And to him, to me, he is just a counter-programmer. Mm. You could come up with, the sky is blue. No, it isn't. <laughs> yes. Whatever you say, he'll just angrily he, deny. Yeah, because he doesn't have an ounce of talent. All he has no. is the ability to deny and come up with illogical stuff to back it up. If he had you know, to come up with content just all on his own, he there's could, no way he could. The only thing can, he can do is look at what other people have done and said, yes. and then criticize that. Yes, he can't come up with anything original on his own. He just attacks what's already out there. Yes. He's useless. Yep. Next one's the KC Star. Wow. You know yeah. what? I, I, even, I sometimes even forget they're still in existence. They took their paper down to nothing. Mm. Nothing. Gosh. And you know, when everyone started realizing that newspapers were irrelevant as a printed media, KC Star doubled down and they said, no, down. no, we're going to keep printing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is they worked hard to get rid of me. And then they worked hard to get me back. Yeah. And I never did go back. And yeah. I told them every time, I said, you guys waste all your resources on calling me. It's not changing my answer. Yep. I'm not coming back. I don't like you guys. I don't like what you say half the time. 
I think it's like really a lot of it's false narrative. I don't like it. I said I'm never going back to you guys. So go ahead, keep calling. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I told the star that I wouldn't subscribe until they stopped sending out those uh, every Tuesday or Wednesday. You get a a KC Star section full of grocery ads in your mail. Yes. And they send those to everybody who doesn't subscribe. So on a lot of the routes, that's every single house because mm-hmm. practically no one subscribes. They, they, no one subscribes yeah. anymore. And at first, the Star was delivering them themselves. And then they quickly got overwhelmed and realized they couldn't do it. So they dumped it all in the Postal Service. Yeah. And once a week, you've got this insane, super heavy, full coverage that just really screws up your day. Yeah. Well, Every week, week after. And I told them, as long as you're still putting these out, I won't subscribe. And the yeah. guy was like, well, I was under the impression that the star delivers those our, you know, ourselves. And I said, you did for about two weeks, and then you dumped it all back on the postal service because you couldn't handle it. Uh-huh. I've been delivering these every week for years. You know, and he, until he was talking to someone who knew what they're talking uh-huh. about. And until these go away, I'm not subscribing. And well, every mailman I know feels the same way. They hate the KC Star because of this crap we have to deliver every week. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm, I'm okay. And they never called me again after that. <laughs> well, they, they quit calling me because uh, the last time the guy, um, he, um, he goes, why? I go, I'm not ordering a Star. He goes, why? And I go, what? He goes, why? I said, number one, don't ever ask me like that again. Yeah. I said, what? Well, here's how you do it. Could I please ask you why you mm-hmm. don't? You don't just ask me why, accusingly, like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I said, number two, it's none of your damn business why I don't. Yeah. I said, already told them. They know. Yeah. I said, if you really want to know, call them. Mm-hmm. Ask them. I don't care if they tell you, but you, I'll tell you what I'm going to tell you is this right here. Don't ever call my house again. What's your name? Click. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I remember telling somebody who was, who was asking this, you know, well, why don't you want to, you know, use our service or whatever? And I, I told them, well, I don't want to tell you what you're doing wrong because then you might fix it and succeed. And I want you to go out of business because I hate <laughs> you that much. I love it. So that. I'm not telling you what you're doing wrong because I want you to go out of business. What did he say? He was shocked. Absolutely shocked. <laughs> he wasn't used to just this this stream of pure hatred coming at him. It's like, I, you mean nothing to me. I'm not being polite. I'm not being nice. I'm not going to play your game. I love I that. I hate your company and I want you to fail. I love the honesty. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to tell you, and I'm not going to. Yeah. Good. <laughs> it's uh, good to let these people know that they're seriously pissing some people off. Well, this guy, the way he said it, do you ever have someone go, why? Uh-huh. Like, very accusative and, and, uh, and yeah. like you're doing something wrong. Well, that's what he did to me, and it really irritated the piss out of me. Mm-hmm. I went in the mood for it. I'm going, what do you mean? No, yeah. you don't come at me. You know, you call me up. You better be very polite, number one. Yeah. Number two, I don't have to tell you anything. Yeah, it's like, number one, rude. Number two, none of your business. Yeah. I might tell you if you ask me nicely and I want to, but you're going to bark that word. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> um, okay, next on the list, Antonio Brown. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he was trying to sign with the Ravens. He'd come out of retirement again, mm. and he was trying to sign with the Ravens, but I, there's... Um, 
there's a couple articles saying that he's getting ready to sign, and a couple articles saying that that's false, so whatever. Yeah, See, I mean, what team really wants that kind of mess and mayhem and distraction? Yeah. There, there are plenty of good players who can be, you know, good receiver that don't bring that stupid baggage. And yeah. I think teams are learning, you know, the baggage isn't just really isn't worth it. Yeah. If we I can't agree. count on them, then let's just not even bring him in to start with. Next one, Elon Musk. He always gets nasty. <laughs> he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think so. Along with all of Tesla. Yep. And anyhow, um, we're going to take a little break here and come back with Rob Rad. I forgot to call him like I was supposed to. <laughs> All right, two deuce bags. And a microphone. Mark. Topher. Okay, and as not promised, we're going to go into Dear Deuce Bags because we've <laughs> promised this and promised this, and then finally we didn't promise it, so here we come. Yep. All righty, we already read some of this off, but you know what? Who cares? <laughs> they probably quit listening anyway. Yeah, oh, yeah, they probably already again. started vomiting and hung up. <laughs> so. Anyhow, we have Rob Rabb with us. Hi, Rob. Hi, everybody. Okay. Hey, uh, I'm going to do a dear douchebag, so feel free to interject with whatever you feel there. So, dear douchebags, I have a very serious problem. Well, my friend likes to order kale when we go out. I really like this person. We have been friends for a long time. And uh, quite frankly, to be sat down with a person dumb enough to fall for the kale hoax is unbearable. (laughs) It is, it is. Signed, no (laughs) kale in Springdale. So, and you know, Springdale, Arkansas is a hotbed of kale. It is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's at Springdale. I mean, I guess there's probably other Springdales, but that's yeah. the only one I know of. So They have a big yeah. plastics recycling plant there, and that's where a lot of kale comes from. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, and they the recycled probably, plastic. It probably spread into the college there. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, and they thought they were all cool eating that garbage. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so, all right, here is... Our official reply. Dear No Kale, well, my first thought was for you to point out that kale on one's plate sure makes you look like a follower and a very gullible person, and perhaps you should just take the little hints that life throws at you and go with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the guy, you know, maybe the person is that, and maybe you need to keep your distance. Yeah. Right? Or find a way to use them, like, you know, hey, jump in front of that train and see if it'll kill you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, he does like kale, so there's a first strike. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because your friend is so gullible and obviously is a follower and not a real thinker, perhaps you should just grab a patch of the crabgrass in your backyard, take a piece of tape and put 50 U.S. dollars on it, and sell it to the idiot. There you go. You just made 50 bucks and got rid of the same annoying crabgrass, and your follower buddy is happy as hell. So that's our official statement is grab crabgrass, throw it in a bag, take one of those yard sale pieces of tape, mm-hmm. put 50 U.S. dollars, and tell him that this stuff is better than kale. Tell him it's Mediterranean kale. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Gluten-free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else is a buzzword that they use now? Um, let's see. Uh, non-GMO. Highly antioxidant. Yeah. yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Um, natural. Yeah. Organic. Organic. Non-gen- um, 
Uh, let's see, ethic- ethically sourced. Ethically That's sourced. That's another big one. Uh, yes. No pesticides or preservatives. No antibiotics. Yes. Uh, of course, they can print all these things, and no one ever checks up on them. No, so. no, no, no. They're just like, hey, it says <laughs> it on it, so it's true. Yeah. Hey, everybody, look, it says it. You can put on the package, you know, eat this and you'll live forever. Oh, boy. Oh, man, wow. I better tell everybody, <laughs> hey, cancel my life insurance plan. <laughs> I'll never cash in on it. Look at this. Yeah. yeah. So, that is our Dear Douchebag segment, and we hope uh, we hope you can uh, benefit from it. And if not, then you're an idiot. Yeah. So, all right. Next. Um... Oh, here's an interesting fun fact. In 1952, information was starting to come out that cigarette smoking was linked to lung cancer. I mean, that was the first time it was starting to come out. 1952. 52. Wow. And in the 80s, you see that picture of those seven CEOs of the major tobacco companies raising their right hand and swearing that tobacco isn't addictive. The famous (laughs) word, yes. But anyway... In 1952, word started coming out that cancer and cigarettes are linked. So the Kent Cigarette Company decided to do something about it. They came out with a new filter on their cigarettes called Micronite filter. I actually remember that. And I know that, go ahead, I know the story behind it. And they they said this Micronite filter will prevent you from absorbing any of the cancer-causing materials in the cigarette. Except the Micronite filter was made of asbestos. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> they put an asbestos filter on cigarettes. <laughs> and you know, asbestos is bad enough, and cigarettes are bad enough. When you put them together, they multiply each other by ten. No. So Kent oh. did the exact opposite. They did the exact wrong thing. They started and killing their customers off left and People started right. buying Kent cigarettes because of it. They yes. thought, yeah. I can smoke all I want and not get cancer. Yay. Yeah, yeah, they were getting three times the cancer. Wow. Yeah, that's what my mom and dad smoked for years. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Well, they they fell for the ad, didn't they? The famous Micronite filter. Well, they they end up having to quit. So. Oh, yeah, good. I'm glad they did. Mm. Good. There's a little interesting info I learned about the Ronald McDonald House. Um. Let's see. A little background. Ronald McDonald, I mean, McDonald's as a company, they did not invent the concept of housing for the families of ill children. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was already going on long yes. before McDonald's came along. Mm-hmm. It was mostly handled by local churches and religious groups, uh, civic groups like, you know, Elks and Shriners and Eagles Lodge, that kind of thing. And, and those uh, groups still do this, too. Yeah, yeah, they still do that. And uh, that worked out pretty well. It wasn't, you know, all that convenient because there was no national network. You know, if, you, if you're going to Pittsburgh with your sick kid, you'd call, like, the Methodist church in, in Pittsburgh, and they could help set you up. So, you know, it was happening, and it was, it was, it was fine, you know. It, people were, were getting places to stay, and everything was working out. There was no big need there. But McDonald's said, hey this is a great program and we could get a lot of PR out of this. So there was no problem with the way it was being run, but McDonald's decided to take it over because they wanted the credit for it. Yes. So they put their name on it, but only supply about 25% of its annual operating budget. No matter how much money McDonald's makes, 
they only fund the Ronald McDonald House about 25%, and then the rest of us have to make up the rest. Yeah. But McDonald's gets 100% of the naming rights. Yes, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. That sucks. That just seems particularly evil. Yeah. So. Now, Ronald McDonald's claims that each overnight stay costs between $85 and $100 to the Ronald McDonald charities. Okay. And they ask for a $10 to $15 copay from the families staying there. Doesn't that suck? Where uh, you go to the Methodist Church or you go to Shriners, they don't ask for that. No, you no. just stay in somebody's house and they feed you. And yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Ronald McDonald house, you get a, po- a copay and the food's extra. Um, now, according to Ronald McDonald uh, House Charities website, they spend 88% of the money they take in on overhead costs. Administration, fundraising, salaries, all that stuff. So only 12 cents on the dollar actually goes to pay for housing people. That's pretty small. Yeah, that's, yeah, that that's really that's, small. That is, oh, well, yeah. I don't have to say anything. Draw your own conclusion. That is criminal to me. But. Yeah. And they, they pay their employees anywhere from like seven twenty-five an hour up to $21 an hour. For like family coordinators, counselors, you know, schedulers, that kind of thing. None of those people are making very much money. I mean, it's enough to get by on, but you're not going to have a nice career working for Ronald McDonald yeah. House, you know, at the actual houses. Yeah. Um, Ronald McDonald Charities reported that in 2022 they took in 50 million dollars. Um, so 34 million of that went to expenses. Wow. And the remaining $6 million went to actually providing beds for people. So $6 million at $100 a night, that works out to like 60,000 overnight stays that they could have paid for. Yeah. Yet, not nearly that many people stayed in McDonald's. Really? Ronald McDonald houses last year. And in 2021... They had uh, twenty. They had twenty million after expenses. They had one point eight million stays claimed in twenty twenty one. So they said they, we put up one point eight million people at a hundred dollars a night, and we paid for it out of that twenty million dollars. That works out to eleven dollars and twenty cents, not a hundred dollars. McDonald's was claiming, oh, we're spending a hundred bucks a night. No, they spend $11.20. How come we're not having someone look into this? And you know what? They made those people pay a copay. Of $10 to $15. $10 to $15. So they covered the cost themselves. So basically what McDonald's is saying, in 2021, they kept all the money. That is criminal. Yeah. Wow. See, nobody looks into them because everybody loves McDonald's. They're so happy and fun, and they love your children, and they're so sweet. But they they love your children. They would be selling them shit. They're using the Ronald McDonald House charities to get a ton of good PR and love, but they are milking it. They are spending virtually nothing to provide Uh these news overnight stays and then pocketing the rest. Wow. Yep. That is criminal. Yep. I'm glad I don't eat there. No, I, I, I stay away from McDonald's. Besides that, the last time I went there, I got everybody breakfast. 
I could have went to like neighborhood up there near you. Is that neighbors or neighborhood? Neighbors, I think. Neighbors Cafe. And got virtually the same thing for a couple bucks more. Yeah. I mean, but, better but much better. Much, much better, better higher quality. Yeah. yeah. Better tasting food. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's have raised their, raised their prices so much. And, and it, it's no wonder people are going away from McDonald's. It's not mm-hmm. doing nearly as uh, well as it used to. Yeah. It's because of not just things like the Ronald McDonald House, but also their food is horrible. Uh, you heard about the yeah. whole thing about their... In my uh, opinion. Their uh, ice cream machines. Yeah. You, know, you go up there and they say, oh, our ice cream machine is broken. Well, nine times out of ten, it's not broken. It just needs a cleaning cycle. Yes. And it's a pain in the ass, and they don't have time to do it. So they, they tell you it's it. broken, yeah. but it really just needs a cleaning cycle. Yeah, because the ice cream that it dispenses is it's not like not ice cream. It's not real ice cream. No, it's not. It's like frozen yeah. over watery ice cream. Like yeah. that old ice milk, the cheap stuff that yeah. used to... Remember they used to have ice milk and then ice yeah. cream. And they ice, just load yeah. a ton of fat and sugar in it so your your tongue doesn't know the difference. Yeah, I did. I could tell the yeah. difference. It wasn't nearly as good. But somebody uh, uh, discovered that these McDonald's ice cream machines have a computer in it that talks to McDonald's corporate and tells corporate how many you know servings it's made and what its status is. All that stuff. Because people have been getting horrible product and bitching about it, and then they go and check, and it's like, well, this thing needed clean three days ago. So somebody figured out how to tap into those ice cream machines reporting back to corporate, and they created an app. <laughs> and you call up the map, and it shows you all the McDonald's in your areas, and it shows you the status of their ice cream machines. <laughs> so you can find one where it's actually working and go there. That's great. When McDonald's found out about it, they sued. Of course they did. Of course they did. Oh, yeah. So is it still around or not? No, it, it doesn't Damn work it. anymore. They, they sued, and then they, they increased the security measures on their self-reporting ice cream machines so that the hack doesn't work anymore. Damn it. But... They got, you know, they got exposed, and instead of fixing the problem, they just hid it again a little more effectively. That's what McDonald's is all about. <laughs> Don't yep. fix it, just hide it, and keep <laughs> making the money. <laughs> oh, I love that. I hate McDonald's. I They're do such too. Scumbags. They suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You got anything, or I got um, a bunch yeah, of stuff? Yeah, no, okay, I've got a lot of stuff. Okay. Okay. You know that Sweden accidentally fired a rocket into Norway? No, I didn't. Yes, it did. <laughs> Oops. Those crazy Swedish people. Norway said it takes uh, the matter very seriously after a rocket went off course and came down in the mountainous area 9.3 miles inside the neighboring country. Mm. The rocket, which uh, looked at, into uh, weightlessness had reached in it. So they sent this rocket to find out about weightlessness. Yeah. And um, anyhow, it went into orbit at a height of 155 miles where experiments were carried out in zero gravity before it went off course. It landed in an area where nobody lived, but Norway is extremely pissed off at Sweden. Well, yeah. And threatened them. And Sweden's like, no, we, you know, we didn't mean to do it. It didn't hurt anybody. We're sorry. Yeah. But like, like you would imagine... You would have to take that seriously no matter what. Yeah. You would have to tell them yeah, if it ever happens again, then, you know, you're, we're going to have some serious consequences. What, Whatever you have to do, but, I mean, 
Yeah, you got to look at it as an attack on your sovereignty because there could have been a warhead attached to that. Yeah, and if it was, they could say, oh, it was an accident with boom. <laughs> oh, maybe it wasn't. I didn't yeah. mean to. Yeah. And I, number one, I didn't even know Sweden had missiles. I didn't even know they had an army. No kidding. Sweden is just like so passive and just like whatever. Yeah. I don't even see them building rockets. You know, they start crying in the middle of it. I don't think we need a building. Me neither. Let's hug. Yeah, you stop. Let's those... go eat some Toblerone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's all hug instead of building these rockets. Yes. Let's go have some meatballs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. And on that note, you want to? You want some alternative insults? Oh yes. All right. Well, one that I think would be extremely demeaning when uh, looking at one at work and looking at how disgusting it is. A mop bucket. Oh. It had dirty water in it yeah. and, like, fucking nasty oh. shit splattered all over the side. Even my stuff. own mop bucket grosses me out. Yeah, that's just my just own nasty. dirt, you know? That's yeah. <laughs> you imagine, like, someone made you lick one to live. Oh. Like, they got a gun on your head. And like, I'm going to kill you unless you lick this. Hey, we should add that into our would you rather. Oh, yeah. Mop buckets has got to Okay, be hang on, hang on, hang on. All right. <laughs> He's going to come hey, up with you want a right would now. you rather? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> would you rather be uh, uh, be shot in the kneecap or lick a filthy mo- mop bucket? <laughs> kneecap. Shoot me. Shoot me. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. I need, I need a vacation from work anyway. Oh, there you go. That'd be a great vacation there. You, you uh, can't unlick the yep. mop bucket. You oh, man. Can't. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then we'd, we'd, all be, uh, we'd all be like pain reliever uh, addict buddies. Yes. Hey, uh, hey, Topher, you got any of those perks left? Uh, I got some cottons. Okay, that'll work, man. Hey, I'll be over in a couple minutes. We're snorting Ambien later. Yeah. yeah. I'm melting down and putting it in a Trulicity container uh, because I can't inject the regular way. It freaks me out. Um, Next one. A used tea bag. Oh. Aren't they disgusting? They They are. They squish. And, like, if you, like, throw it in the sink, it just goes... Yes. <laughs> Plus the term tea bag has got all sorts yeah, of Yes, it does. So, yeah. Right. And then also if you throw it in the sink too hard, it'll break open. You got little blinds. Oh, yeah. It looks, looks like, like chewing tobacco. Yeah, so we like spit a fucking thing and sculpt <laughs> right in there. <laughs> hey, you know what a vampire uses as a tea bag? Uh-uh. Think about it for a oh, second. Oh, <laughs> I got it right before you said it. <laughs> you just think about it for a second, you know. Oh, oh. Yep. <laughs> you can't stop seeing it, can you? No, you can't. Oh. No, you can't. <laughs> the next one, a soiled linen. Oh, yeah. Now, that's disgusting. You ever yeah. see, like, a linen bag and, like, mm. it, and you had to dig through it for something and, like, yeah. it's all disgusting and it, like, gets more disgusting. It's more damp. And yeah, more, yeah. the more you go, and it's got more stains, the more you go. And oh. as the stain grows, it creeps across the fabric, and the different <laughs> yes. colors separate out, and some has yes, chunks like, in it. Yeah, it's like, 
Well, here's where the vomit originated, and here's where it crossed over into vomit water. Here's, here's how where the digestive juice got dried here. This over here looks like a little grape juice. And this might just be snot. Someone might use it as a snot rag afterwards. It's slick and shiny. It's probably snot. It's not. It could be a Mexican pancake. Oh, it could be. Or it could be a uh, sour green apple smoothie. Even. Oh, true. Yeah. Hey, Google, a sour green apple smoothie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The next one, a rusty spittoon. Oh, yeah, the rusty part. Yeah, you see all the grinds on the inside of it, a little bit on the outside and rust. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Here's what I love, because everyone's been around this before, it's just stupid. A bent brad nail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bitty so nail, a little skinny little nail, and it's just bent over. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It, looks it looks pathetic. Yeah. It's so if like, you're mad at somebody, it's you're... like it wanted to be wire, but it was cut into a nail, so it's just all yeah. dandy. <laughs> yeah. You bent Brad nail. <laughs> and you smash every finger trying to get it. <laughs> yes, you do. Oh, no kidding. That's the other part about it, too. Yeah. Yeah. You get mad and try to yank it out, and you tear your finger open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's how nail guns were invented, Brad nails. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's so hard to come up with the right force. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't tap it in and you can't smack the piss out of it in. Yeah. You gotta hit it too hard, you put a big old hoof print in the wood. Yeah, yeah. So you gotta, sometimes if you get a block of wood and you can hit it, you know, or something like that, yeah. you can hit the block of wood and knock it in. But that takes like a really delicate, weird touch mm -hmm. and just the right hit. Yeah. So, anyhow. Yeah. Next one sauerkraut. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, you could add bag of, or pot yeah. of, you know. Cold sauerkraut. Cold sauerkraut, yeah. or sauerkraut in the corner of a kitchen. <laughs> yeah. you know. That one piece of sauerkraut that's hanging on the, the, the guy's beard. Yeah, or the piece of sauerkraut off Miss Bixby's false teeth. I don't know. <laughs> no, I dig me some sauerkraut in like a Reuben sandwich. Oh, no, that's it's delicious. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but by itself, I mean sauerkraut. Just eat a big old bowl of sauerkraut? Nah. Nah, it's nah. self-explanatory, too. It's like, what do you got? Sauerkraut. I'll see you later. It's like drinking a ketchup smoothie. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> That's, That's a good one, a ketchup for. smoothie. Oh. <laughs> Next one. Feminine hygiene. Call any guy fed him in my hygiene. Guys freak out about that so yeah, much. Yeah, they do. Yeah, you're, it's you're, so weird. You're a feminine hygiene. What kind? <laughs> Am I a pad or I'm an, actually a tampon? Let, let me know. I got to know these things. Yeah, hey, you're a tampon. Oh, I actually go in. I don't just lay there. Yay. You hear the guys losing their minds about legislation making uh, feminine hygiene products tax free? Why I think it's a great idea because a lot of a lot of women can't afford them. Yeah. So I mean, you know, if 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 men had periods, then they'd those, understand those products <laughs> would be not only free, but they would be delivered to our house on a daily basis. What, what but I don't get it's is women that have to do it. We're all like, oh, who yeah, that doesn't, yeah, doesn't mean anything. All the things in the world <laughs> you could stand up about, it's that. Yeah, I mean. It, it's a biological function that these women have no control over and have to go through during a yeah. huge portion of their lives, and why are we making a profit off of that? Besides that, right. how many of these guys are probably married and are paying for it anyhow? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 
Anyhow, or it's, part of it, or whatever. It's the whole idea, oh, if they're getting something special, then I should, otherwise they can't. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. anyhow, yeah, the whole thing is ridiculous. You it should is. just be like, why not? Yeah. It's not that absurd or out of the question. You know? No, it's basic maintenance. You know? yep. This next one I've called someone before, an earache. <laughs> you see them coming and you're automatically, they're just an earache. As soon as you see them, it's like, yes. oh, my ear yeah. hurts already because of the stupidity level that's going to hit it. Just thinking about what that person's going to say and you're like, Ugh, uh, the cringe already starts. Yeah. Yep. Why didn't I call in sick this day? Just call in sick to life today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, life, I'm not going to be there today. Yeah. Don't freak out. I'll be back tomorrow. I'm just taking the day off. Yep. You know, not yeah. 100%. Next one, corn chip. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just see one on the ground there where, like, part of it is, like, you know, uh, chipped off because it hit the ground. Yeah. There's a little bit of dog fur on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, a soggy corn chip. Ooh, that's even better. Yeah. One that was like placed in salsa briefly, but then it fell out uh, of the person's hand. Or maybe some stray animal came and peed on it. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, probably an animal <laughs> peed on it. <laughs> I remember animals love to pee on corn chips. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. I found that on the internet. It's got to be true. <laughs> Another one, saddle sore, and that used to be an insult. Oh, yeah. I decided to bring it back. Yeah, I, I remember when I know an old man used to call people saddle sores. Mm. Yeah, you're nothing but a saddle sore. <laughs> yep. And it's pretty explanatory. You call him a bed sore. A bed sore is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Herpes sore. <laughs> oh no no no, a herpes lesion. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't even call him a sore. <laughs> you call him a lesion. <laughs> a lesion sounds so much worse than a sore, yes. doesn't it? Lesion, to me, you kind of like it's like split open. It's more of a split than like a little sore, and yeah. it's got like maybe some sort of excre excrement coming out of it. Yeah, it definitely sounds more hostile. Yes, it does. Yeah. So uh, next one, cheese it. <laughs> Just call me cheese it. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I cheese it. Am I cheddar? Nah, you're just nacho. Nah, no cheddar. You're one of the salt-free ones. Salt-free cheeses. Low, reduced calorie. Yeah. <laughs> You're reduced calorie, salt-free cheese. It. Uh, well, here, next. Here's an interesting market thing. Okay. When you buy something that says sugar-free, mm -hmm. they usually add a lot more fat and salt to make up for the lack of sugar. Oh yeah, read the packages. Uh -huh. The packages are insane. And when yeah. it says oh. fat-free they'll add sugar yeah so just because it says oh fat free it's not healthy no. sugar free it's not healthy people assume yeah they assume it's healthy but it's uh -huh. not yeah and that's the whole idea behind the advertising is give you a little information that lets you assume the most favorable outcome that's right and yep. that way they don't get in trouble for claiming they don't get in it. trouble we don't say it's fat free or, yep. what, or vice versa we don't yep. say it's sugar free they Next let you one. talk yourself into it. Okay. Yep. No, 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 you're right. They do. They let you talk yourself into it. Yeah. Like, well, it doesn't have any sugar. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's a pound of bacon fat. There's no sugar in that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Next one is 80-year-old ex-porn star. Oh. 
Are there any? Do they any of them last till 80? I don't think so. Gosh. But just think about how hammered up that looks. Oh my yeah. gosh. Oh. Male or female. It'd just oh be yeah, it wreck. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And the last but not least, call someone a tuna melt. <laughs> That's nasty. Yeah. You're a you're a tuna melt. Ah! A warm fish with cheese. <laughs> oh, that just sounds horrible. You're Doesn't a warm it? fish with cheese. <laughs> oh man. All right. Warm mayo. So that is. <laughs> you had to provide your own mayo. <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right. Well, I've got some more things about sleep. I've got something about a 70s art film. I think we're going to take a brief pause here for some uh, non-commercial messages. Yes. This is the voice guy from your favorite podcast, Two Douchebags and a Microphone. People often ask us how they can find us when doing a remote broadcast. One, smell. Go to the city market and start sniffing. Our aroma has been described as a mixture of flea powder for goats, Tabasco sauce, and old sock with dark fuzzy urine. Two, look for the spot absent of patrons. Three, the most telling sign is a crowd of patrons vomiting uncontrollably. Four, just call us at 816-512-7717. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Hey, you forever feel your cell phone vibrating in the pocket that's not even in. This ain't boring ass radio, kid. It's the next generation podcast. Two ass bags and a box of Cheez Its will be right back commenting here about the banjo player offline yeah and i hope you guys can hear it i think you can i can hear it whenever i'm processing this mm -hmm. and it's we think it's an added value we love it yeah we're just calling it yeah it's kind of like rob rob is kind of like our human banjo and then we have the banjo out there <laughs> and by the way uh, rob rad he loves nude male photos in his inbox in his I inbox in his inbox it. He hasn't received any yet. Received oh, my God. He has not received any. You have to be of age, though. Okay? If you're underage, no. He's yeah, not no interested. Uh, no, no. And he likes, you know, usually ass up with the face. Yeah. you got to have your face turned around with your ass up. He wants to see the face and the ass at once. Yeah. That's just what he's into. <laughs> uh, anyhow, i got something real quick that we can discuss, and then we'll go into that. Okay. You know the Eddie Van Halen guitar that was played for on Hot for Teacher? You know how much it sold for? Oh, no. Uh -huh. Over the weekend, $4 million. Oh, wow. The wow. bid also included the pair of white gloves, which David Lee Roth was wearing. Remember, oh, he comes yeah. out there jumping with his white gloves on? Yeah. And the straight jacket that was used in the video. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Well, I've got a uh, Van Halen fact to dovetail onto that one. Okay, let's hear it. Do you remember in the movie Back to the Future? Oh, yeah. There's yep. a scene where Classic. Uh, Michael J. Fox's character, uh, Marty McFly, is he Marty? Marty McFly, yeah. yes. He's He puts a cassette of uh, Eddie Van Halen playing Eruption into his little cassette player and puts the headphones on the guy to you know shock him out of sleep. If you'll notice, the cassette says Eddie Van Halen on it, not Van Halen. Really? It's because Van Halen, the band, would not allow the song to be in the movie. 
but Eddie Van Halen, the guitarist, said, I'll re-record a part of it, and you can use that. Oh! So they had to credit it in the movie as Eddie Van Halen, not the the band Van Halen. So the rest of Van Halen, even his brother maybe, said no, or did it just take... As a group, Van Halen said no. You can't put that song in your movie. So Eddie Van Halen said, I'll, you can just put me in your movie, and I, I'll just play yeah. something similar to it. I find that weird because <laughs> they were all so tight. I mean, maybe not with David Lee Roth. But, yeah, but, but that was the early days of Van Halen. Maybe their management was different. Uh, and their the management, management may have no. said no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We don't want to be, you know, we're a hard rock band. We don't yeah, want to be associated with Yeah, because like half of the band is him and his brother, and you mean to tell me his brother said no to him? That's, yeah, that's yeah. what makes me think it was management because Eddie management. immediately said, "Well, I'll find a way around it." Yeah, it had to be management. Yeah, right. yeah, that, that's the way it looks. Yeah, but okay. if you, when next time you see that movie, you'll notice when he puts the cassette in, it says Van Halen, and then somebody wrote the word Eddie right above Van Halen. I never know. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's a pretty cool little fact. Yeah. Anyhow, Topher's got some stuff he's going to go through here. Yeah. Um. I remember back in the 70s, I was reading, it was either Cream Magazine or Rolling Stone. I'm pretty sure it was Rolling Stone, because it was the kind of thing that Rolling Stone would cover. There was a, uh, an experimental artistic filmmaker mm-hmm. that uh, wanted to experiment with uh, a film that it really basically had no plot, no storyline, no dialogue. The whole thing was designed as visual and auditory manipulation and that was his intent going in he said i want to make a movie that's going to affect you not from what not with you know your rational brain thinking about what's going on but just hit you at a basic emotional level with imagery and sound that just you know speaks to your primitive side and he he talked the film up real big and he even dropped in a little comment where he said yeah the test screening this uh, this gal friend of mine watched it and during the film she just spontaneously had an orgasm which wasn't true but he was saying that to kind of you know okay. hype up the hype movie and get yeah. more people to see it so it you know it played at a smaller movie house a smaller crowd like maybe 100 people at the time mm-hmm. and it ran for a couple of dozen showings or, or maybe a dozen but most people got headaches. A lot of people would also get nausea. Some threw up actually in the theater, just vomited. Um, a lot of other people reported in days and weeks afterwards being depressed, uh, anxious, paranoid. Um, it just really kind of fucked with people's heads in a bad way. Okay. Um, now fast forward uh, about 15 years to around 90, 1990 to 92, and I found a couple more references to this art film, and only the story had changed slightly, and now more details are coming out, and this guy was an experimental art filmmaker, but he was making a movie on behalf of... Uh, psychological researchers at several universities and they said these are things that affect people emotionally just bypasses their conscious brain and just hits them right in the emotions and they have no control and you can just basically make them feel this way by showing them these images and playing these sounds wow so they concocted this film 
as a research tool. But they told the public that it was just an experimental art film, no big deal. Reality was, it was intentionally designed to really screw up these people that watched it. And they didn't tell them in advance. They didn't give them the op option to say yes or no. They didn't tell them that these were some possible side effects. They just let it loose on the public. They experimented oh, on the general public without our knowledge. Wow. And they gathered a lot of intel on how to influence, how to make people feel certain ways. That so, is freaking criminal. Yeah. Wow. And turns out, now, you know, this isn't absolutely 100% guaranteed fact this is what happened, but... The universities that were part of this big study, a major funding for them came from advertising agencies. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So they're learning how to manipulate us and make us feel certain ways without without even speaking a word. And it's not just show to us a picture it. and play a sound and make us feel like we're a puppet on a string. Wow. That's criminal. Isn't it? Man. And it's it's... It's public knowledge, but not very common knowledge. But ad industries employ psychologists, behavioral scientists, um, just you know, all the people who graduate from uh, medical school or psychology school or, or behavioral therapy school. If they can't get jobs in their field, they go work for the advertising agency, and they tell them exactly how to manipulate us. Okay. And that's neat. That there are they are a major employer of behavioral scientists and psychologists is the advertising industry. Wow. Yeah. We don't stand a chance. No, we don't. The only chance no. we have is just, just to not watch the ads at all, not watch them, not listen to that's them. That's the only chance you have to yeah. never be influenced. Yeah. And the thing is, is they're they're so far ahead of the game. We know we're being influenced. But it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, they're so far ahead of us. Yeah. You know, the things we discover and, and find out about are stuff that happened 20, 40 years ago. It's yeah. like they moved on from them. They're better at it now. They don't get caught as much. But it's still happening. Man. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you really start to wonder, you know, everything that I've bought, why did I really buy that? I thought no, I it wanted does, it. It does make you want Yeah. But was I just trained to want that? Was I convinced to want that? Was it really my decision I, I at all? Of, I think a lot of it is you're convinced. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Scary shit. Mm. Wow. Um, you got, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I have learned also recently that, you know how you see a lot of cars with temp tags that are way expired? Yes. Yep. I have learned that car thieves are starting to print their own temp tags. And when they steal a car, they yank the plates and put on a temp tag. That way if a cop pulls up behind them, you know, if the plates were still on there, they could run the plates and see it was a stolen car. Oh, that makes sense. But with a temp tag, the cops don't even care. They don't even bother to... Hey, thank you. Our banner blew over. Appreciate it, thank you. <laughs> but with a temp tag on your car, the cops aren't don't even bother to run that. They don't right. bother to pull any with a temp tag over. We, I mean, we know that because we see, I've seen the same cars with the same temp tag that's mm -hmm. been expired for months, and I see it driving around all the time. Yeah. So the car thieves have learned that cops won't bother with an expired temp tag. That, that makes so much sense, man. Suddenly we're having problems with our uh, uh, 
with our banner coming down and hitting us. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to lower it. Okay. Well, hopefully that works. Yeah. We'll see. So, anymore, when I see a car driving around with an expired temp tag, I just figure it's a stolen car. Yeah. Because it very well could be. Yep. And, you know, you can thank defunding the police for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so if your car gets stolen, chances are you ain't getting it back. <laughs> Cops will drive right by it 20, 30 times. <laughs> yeah, down here people just drive with expired tags. So yeah. That's normal. All right, so I have some information that should be exciting to everybody. Quantum entanglement products are coming. Okay. Isn't that exciting? Uh, what yeah. the hell are quantum uh, entanglement yeah, yeah, products? Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Okay, so there's a whole branch of physics called quantum mechanics. Mm -hmm. And this is basically how things work on the scale of the incredibly tiny. And uh, there's a thing called quantum entanglement. Mm -hmm. And that is that if you have two things that are quantumly entangled, whatever you do to one happens to the other. Instantly, no matter how far apart they are, with no communication required. Okay. So, let's say you have a quantumly entangled cell phone, and it's, it's in quantum entanglement with another cell phone. Okay. The moment you push the button to talk, the other cell phone activates. Doesn't matter how far away it is, no cell phone towers, no electricity or power of any kind needed. It just happens. Wow. Because it has to and it can never fail. That's the thing about quantum entanglement. Whatever you do to one happens to the other without fail and without any kind of cost of energy, force, anything. It just happens. It just happens. And it works. It actually does really work. It's been demonstrated. Wow. So now you can have computers that can communicate instantly with another computer, no matter how far so away. So no matter what it is, whatever they put down, mm -hmm. just bam, it's going to happen no matter what. Right. You type it into this computer, it shows up on the other computer with no internet involved. That's all No way to hack it. No wow. way to intercept it. And it can never fail, and it can never get it no wrong. No way to hack it. Now, do you truly believe that? No way nobody knows now. Because they don't even know how it works or why it works. They just know it does work. See, I could see a market for that after a few years. People get mm -hmm. used to it, and they're like, well, i got to have this. So I guess I'll get the new model where it's definitely yep. hack-free. Yep. I could see that happening really easy, like, yep. at first... It works good for three, five years. Mm. Then all of a sudden it's like, oops, someone figured it out. You got to get the new model. <laughs> yeah. But think of it for tracking as well. You can quantumly entangle a device in your hand and one in the product you're shipping. Mm -hmm. Wow. And when you query the device in your hand, you know, where are you? It also queries the device in the product you're shipping. You don't have to be connected to it, no radio waves, you don't have to put a battery in it, nothing. It just works, because it has to, and it can never fail. You see, I just don't... Isn't that I, amazing? I, yeah, but then at the same time, my uh, logical side says, no way. But, you know, it's the only way to explain how so much in the universe works. 
because you know how does this over here do the exact same thing as that over there when they're not in communication uh-huh. and the reason is quantum entanglement somebody came up with that idea tested it and by gosh it works it really does work wow and so now products as of right are coming now, as of right now it really does work yeah and you're going to get things with no time delay, no equipment needed, no power needed, no errors possible. You don't have to sign up for a subscription or a monthly you know, service contract. Uh-huh. It just works. Wow. And it'll never stop working. Wow. Isn't that something? That is. Yeah. I had never well, heard of that. I mean, right now, I think that's awesome, but I'm telling you, five years, you're going to yeah. be buying the new one. But it sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, it works on very basic. And I'll bet you anything, they do ways. see a, a lapse of where someone can get in, mm-hmm. but not for like five years. If Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, maybe this is what other intelligent life has discovered, and this is how they communicate, and that's why we don't hear any radio waves or, inter- think so? or communication eh, coming from the rest be. of the galaxy. That's it's true. It's like they're they've not already like moved on to something that we can't detect. Yeah. And that isn't detectable. That makes sense. Could happen. Makes sense. Yeah. But wow. I, I think in our lifetimes, we're going to see products using quantum mechanics and entanglement. Well, uh, we already have something that uses quantum mechanics, and that's your GPS device. Because when the, when the U.S. government invented GPS, which most people don't know, the U.S. government, the U.S. military invented it. Yeah. It, uh, no, they did out of necessity. Mm-hmm. They really needed something yeah. like that to keep track. When they put the satellites up and got the system going, they discovered it didn't work. It wasn't accurate. It was just dead wrong, and there was no reason why it should be so wrong. But then a physicist said, well, you're not taking into account the fact that those satellites are farther from the gravity of the Earth. Therefore, time is moving at a different rate for them. Yeah. Yeah, good point. So they had to work that correction in that time flows at different rates depending on where you are, and all of a sudden GPS worked. Wow. So that proves that quantum mechanics is real and does have a place because that's how GPS works. You okay. have to take into account the fact that time operates at different speeds depending on where the local gravity source is. Okay. <laughs> wow. So there's no escaping it. It's here. Well, fact, look at this. The, uh, they got covered up spuds now over there. Now, no naked spuds. No naked spuds, all covered <laughs> up. Are you a fan of the loaded spud or not? Yeah. yeah. I might order one before we get out of here. Yeah. I want to okay. go order some of that non-bread down there. That's pretty oh, awesome. Oh, that stuff is yeah. fantastic. It is. Okay. Um, all right. You got something to go into? Or? Yeah. I've seen ads for something called, uh, it's, a, it's a new show, a series on the Paramount Plus streaming service. It's called Grease, Rise of the Pink Ladies. Now, if you're familiar now, with the I Grease did, I see, movie... I did see that, but I never did investigate. Go yeah. ahead. In the original Grease movie and in Grease 2, uh, the dudes are in a, gang, in a gang called, what, the Thunderbirds? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Thunderbirds. Yeah. And then the girls are all the Pink Ladies, and mm-hmm. they're the girlfriends of the Thunderbirds. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, you're a Pink Lady. So this show is all about... The Pink Ladies, they're the, the main characters, and it's you know the movie told from their point of view. Now, here's the problem I had with it immediately. It's set in 1950s American high schools. Mm-hmm. Now, in reality, those were 
segregated. Yes. And white folk felt very violent about keeping it that way. Yeah. Now, in the TV show, it shows a fully integrated high school, black, brown, Asian, everything, and everybody's cool with it. What a fantasy world. Now, the problem I have with this is, you know, I understand they want to make a show and they don't want to have an all-white cast, even though that would be historically accurate. So they have a diverse cast. But they are pretending as if the whole racial violence for for desegregation never happened. They are... I never even thought about that, but you're glossing over all the struggles it took to integrate public schools. And they're pretending it never happened so they can make a hunt, fat, happy, fun show on TV. You're right. That's no, that, sick. That had to with today's society. Yeah, that's right. They, it would never they fly. Been yeah. so bad. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the viewers now don't want to watch a show where everything is, you know, the whole cast is all white and the people of color are bashed and put down. You know, that wouldn't fly. But that was the reality of the time. And to pretend it was anything else is wrong, I think. It's just dead wrong. To pretend that the 50s were a racially diverse and happy time in public high schools? No. No, it wasn't. That's not what happened. But I think at the time, they're like, if we present this in any other way, it's going to fail. But, you know, they're going to put this TV show out, and people are going to watch it and think that's the way it was. And then when someone else tells them, no, there were, you know, race riots, and and they're not going to believe it. They're going to say, no, because on the TV show, everyone was happy and loved each other. That's right. Yep. Yep. But that's where people like us come along and are like, "Uh uh-uh, we know better. Yeah. So, you know, why don't we go back to, you know, Civil War times and, and show, you know happy fun between everybody and everyone getting along just fine and just, you know, just gloss over the whole icky slavery thing because nobody wants to think about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You know, that's what they're talking, that's what they're doing here. Let's make a fun, happy musical about the Civil War and everyone on the plantation is just, you know, you have Chinese people and you have Asian people and it's like, no, that's not reality. You don't screw with with history like that. No, I agree. (laughs) It bothered me to see that show. It's going to get popular, and people are going to like it, and they're going to say, well, I just don't want to think about the icky parts of history. That's true. (laughs) I've seen the commercials for it, but I haven't looked into it. I mean, you can see on the commercial. I don't think I'm going to. Well, yeah, I mean, you can see on the commercial, there's, I've seen an Asian girl who is a pink lady. I saw a black girl who is a pink lady. Uh Uh-uh. In 1950s America, no way. White high school girls were not associating with people of color. They just weren't. It's true. White high school boys were not associating with people of color. Yep. And then when they introduced them to school, there were riots. And they caught Jerry Jones in one of those riots. Remember? The Dallas Cowboys owner. Yep, I remember (laughs) that. There he is, trying to intimidate the black students from joining the Little Rock High School. <laughs> yeah, that's the reality. You know, Rise of the Pink Ladies is somebody's fantasy dream. So. Yep. And um, uh, hey, you want to uh, have some uh, questions? Some kind of odd questions. Some questions that are maybe might even be thought provoking if you're weird enough like us. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll be right back. If you love vomit, we have the podcast for you. 
Two douchebags in a microphone, raw and uncensored. See behind the smoke show. Watch as the douchebags get stung by a swarm of bees. Enjoy one of many coffee houses ordering our heroes out. Watch Mark revisit Clinton, Missouri to claim his innocence for all the mad shitter accusations. Act now and get both high quality DVD sets and a free douchebag calendar. Mark off today with a douchebag looking at you. Supplies are limited, so act now. Two douchebags and microphone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Hmm. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.